Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Welcome, fans and friends, to Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. I am Jeffrey Mark. Ella will, of course, the great Ella Fitzgerald. This time on GPE, we're going to salute the little bit of time that Ella was signed to the Reprise record label. It was a label that had been started by Frank Sinatra. And at this point in Ella's career, she needed a little bit of an uh, audio boost, shall we say. After she was let go from Verve Records when her manager Norman Grants sold it, Ella had done some albums for Capitol Records, and we've actually done a salute to those recordings previously. After that, she did one independent live album, and then Norman signed her to a contract at Reprise Records. Still not going back to her jazz roots, Reprise decided that what Ella needed was contemporary music, meaning contemporary for 1969. They had a brand spanking new producer they just hired at Reprise, a genius by the name of Richard Perry, who would go on to produce hit albums for Barbara Streisand and Diana Ross. In this case, what, what Richard wanted to do was take Ella out of her big band and jazz venue And he felt that she had the talent and the ear to do what was then called R&B music or late 60s soft rock pop. He followed her to London, where Ella was performing, and at Apple Records, right where the Beatles were performing, brought her into the recording studio. He only brought her in with a rhythm section and had her record just her voice with the rhythm section. He wasn't terribly thrilled with the output of that. Let me play you the first song, and then I can continue with the story of what happened to Ella on Verve. This is a good example of that very first Richard Perry album, so get ready for, well, get ready.
think of that? Does this kind of music serve Ella's voice? And does Ella's voice serve this kind of music? I think it does. To my ear, what Richard did, and I, I interviewed Richard at great length for my two Ella Fitzgerald books, was a little bit overproduced. And as sometimes happened when other people recorded Ella, I think her voice was a little too pushed back. To continue with this story, once Richard had Ella do all of these things, and of course, you need to know that the Rolling Stones were sitting there watching her do this. So this, this is a magical moment. She's in the Beatles recording studio. The Stones are watching her, and she's singing all of this music she's never done before. This is a strange cut for this kind of an album because it's not rock at all. This is, this is pure pop. This is a Burt Bacharach, Hal David song, I'll Never Fall in Love Again.
a short while, Ella was singing this song live. And you know what? With just her trio live, it was a better cut. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. This is Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella.